So here we are again uh, for another podcast. Um, right now we are on Christmas break in the Midwest, and that means no school from about the end of December to the second week of January. Uh, it's a good way to recharge your batteries, get ready for the next school year, and just enjoy family time. So from my family to yours, I hope you're having a good break. Um, I hope if you're a teacher, you are getting ready for the second semester and you are thinking about the lessons learned from the first semester. Um, For this podcast, what we're going to do is I'm just going to talk a little bit about me. Um, The title of the podcast is The Honest Teacher and I'll as well tell you a little bit about myself. Um, So to start off, I never wanted to be a teacher. I never, ever, ever thought about being a teacher uh, my entire young life. Uh, my parents divorced when I was a young child, three, and it was my sister and I would bounce back and forth from mom and dad's house. My sister knew she wanted to be a teacher. My sister was always into teaching. Uh, my goal with school was to get out of school as soon as I could, and in order to do that, I stopped. I would not go. I would skip. I would do as little work as possible. And basically, my parents never told me I needed to try harder. And because of that, I never did. My teachers would beg me to work harder. Um, my middle school teachers once told me that they could tell that I could try harder, but I never did. And I never had a reason to. Um, my high school teachers, again, begged me to try harder. They begged me to do harder work, but I never did. My uh, one story from high school, my science teacher had, we had a uh, DNA assignment and all the other kids whose parents cared and wanted to try harder, they came in with these beautiful double helix. And I showed up with a piece of cardboard, which I scribbled basically two S's and drew lines between them and called them my double helix. And my science teacher was just so upset. Um, she said, like, this is possibly the worst effort I've seen in 20-some years of teaching. And it didn't hurt me until much later when I became a teacher. And I could see um, my own students doing that. Um, basically, my goal in life when I was in high school was to go work at a local steel plant. I knew I was going to go work a dead steel plant and make $15 an hour and disappear. And I actually tried. Uh, the steel plant actually <laughs> closed down like right after I graduated high school. So that yeah, was a little serendipity. Um, I was also going to go work at a verbo and I tried, went through like a nine hour interview with that and they never called me back. So that was good. Um, you know, when I was 20, I decided I needed to do something, so I went to tech school. And um, that was the best decision of my life because I chose a school in which I could get a an accredited diploma, and I would also learn a skill that even if I did not use that skill as a job, I would have that. And 
I got all the financing done myself. And actually, a quick story. I was such an idiot that I took a placement test and they told me that my English was fine. I could read well, which is good. But I would have to come and do summer math courses in order to attend a trade school because I was such an idiot. And I cried and I sobbed because I knew how dumb I was. But I drove up to there, drove up to the school four days a week during that summer and took math tests on a laser disc. Like I had to actually flip the disc, which is crazy. But I, I did not know how to do pre-algebra, meaning like seven plus X, seven times X equals 21. I couldn't do that. That was disgusting. And I fought my way through that and I did it. And I worked hard for the next two years in all my classes. And somehow I was able to get through there and graduate in 2002, uh, which was right after 9-11. And I had a hard time getting, getting work. Uh, I didn't know if I was a smart ass, but I did work hard. And that's what all my bosses told me. So they could tell I came in, I worked hard. Uh, I just didn't have enough time working with metal. But I could paint. Oh my God, I could paint. And so I got jobs at every body shop painting. And I eventually left the field for good in like 05. And I started working in other fields um, with painting. Um, I worked at an airport uh, painting airplane parts. Then I moved to a different airport painting airplane parts. Um, then I moved to a different airport in which I was painting whole airplanes, which was insane. I loved that job. Um, we would strip an airplane down and then repaint it. Hey, um, new they actually trusted me because I had passed prior painting experience with working on airplanes by myself doing touch-ups. And I showed them I could do it. I bought the tools and I got to, I worked nights, loved it. Um, we had to go with different airplanes and climb on top of them and just paint. And then I would do probably 10 planes a night and I'll be done. I painted Jim Jim Carrey's airplane. I actually went in there and sat in the chair, which is really cool. Uh, Merv Griffin, uh, Wheel of Fortune, all the game shows. Got to work on this airplane. Um, but I knew I had to do something different. So in 07, roughly two years after my wife graduated, we decided that I could go back. Oh, um, I also learned how to actually got a job painting uh, signs. Like when you drive to a supermarket, the signs out front with the marquees with all the different stores where the letters are kind of steel and they're poking out. That's me. I painted those. A lot of my signs are still in the area, the metropolitan area that I live in, which is really cool. Um, but I digress. In 07, we decided I should go back to being teaching and I actually had to work my ass off to get into the program because, again, never wanted to be a teacher. And I had to research how to get into the program. And then I had to fight to get in because at the time there was a shortage of teachers and they would um, entice people to get in. And they only took 200 new kids a year. And I was one of those. And I made it by like two, three. I beat out like two other people to get in the last couple spots. Um, and even then, when I got in the program, I was one of the older students. And I could tell I just didn't fit in with those kids because they were all teacher's kids, teacher's teacher's kids. And I thought differently. I had a life experience. And 
I got to come up with different ways to solve problems and they didn't like it, but the older students and me, we kind of banded together and that's how we did our stuff. Um, and in fact, my supervisor so hated the fact that I was different. She actually tried to have me removed from the program behind my back because I wouldn't do exactly what she wanted me to do. And I had to prove to the board that what I was doing was worthwhile, different but worthwhile. And they finally accepted that and I got to graduate. Um, and I, luckily I have, I've found work. Uh, I couldn't actually find work my first year and I subbed my entire first year. And I was in 50 different classrooms in three different counties. And I just worked my ass off. And I went back to get my special ed certification. And I got my first special ed job two hours from home. And I had to drive two hours on Monday morning. And I would come back Friday afternoon. Uh, I did that for a year. And then I got a job at the cooperative that I currently work at. Uh, this is my 10th year there. So I went from never wanting to do anything to wanting to become a teacher. So the reason I made this pod, this episode was that if you are deciding to become a teacher or if you're currently a teacher and like maybe you're an older teacher like myself or you are a younger teacher but you're just different, don't worry about it. Let the super teachers do their super teacher thing. You have your own ways to do things and you have to cash in on those uh they won't get it but you don't have to fucking worry about it um i think my next episode will probably be about cussing cussing because i cuss a lot um in my daily life you know my wife yells at me because i use it as adjectives essentially but i try not to cuss in the classroom but we'll talk about times which i have the kids have heard me teachers have heard me my bosses parents so <laughs> We'll talk about that. So I hope you are having a good break and just go out there and kick some ass. All right, bye.